Hello and happy Friday. Welcome to the Arsenal Bite Size podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Clayton, Clayton's AFC on Twitter. Still getting used to that. I'm not used to doing this hosting gig. Uh, I prefer being asked the questions. But uh, yeah, as you can see, two more guests joined live with us today to preview the massive game on Sunday against Man United. So I'm delighted to welcome both Scott at DT Professor. Welcome, Scott. Hiya, thanks for having us on. Good to meet you. And Uncle Mike, he's back. Welcome, mate. Good afternoon, everyone. How you doing? All good, all good. Scott, over to you. Your de- debut on the channel, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been watching for a long time. Um, yeah, really enjoyed watching it and engaging with your chat as well. Uh, nice got a good you. community going on here. Um, and it was good to meet you both as well at Fest the other day. Uh, that was the first time meeting both of you, wasn't it? So Yeah, yeah that was a good night. night. That was a um, big weekend for Mike and I. <laughs> back to back with a uh, back <laughs> yeah, to back with the forest the game. game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, it's yeah. really good to meet you and glad to be on, really. Nice one, welcome. And uh, yeah, so I think a lot of people that kind of regularly join will know Mike, but it will still do the intros. But Scott, do you mind telling us a bit but yeah, a bit about how, how you got into the Arsenal and a bit of your story, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, well, avid avid Arsenal fan, um, all my life really. Um I'm from a similar way to you. I'm sort of Essex-based, yeah. um, started off really with a fight between half half the family West Ham side, half the family Ooh. Arsenal side. I bet Rice was luck- a funny I'm just lucky, just lucky how it turned out, I think. <laughs> nice one. I think it was a race to get me Arsenal shirt or West Ham shirt and the Arsenal side won. So, yeah, <laughs> very thankful for those for those guys that sorted that out. Um, Happy days. Yeah, and then, uh, obviously, well, I was a bit young for the hybrid days, didn't really get to games there but since we've been at the Emirates I get to go to three four a season that sort of thing nice. and you're um, at the Fulham the... game right yeah first game of this season was Fulham um a lot more stressful yeah, than less it is said about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's that's the Arsenal side of things and then just got a little uh hence the name I've got a little fantasy football podcast um on the dream team game um nice. but yeah that's that's me really nice one and uh Uncle Mike welcome back so uh for anyone that isn't aware go on sell yourself as the resident manchester boy <laughs> uh, yeah um similar story in a way to uh, to scott and i was on west london so it was qpr or arsenal for me um and we aren't my dad's we're in like qpr is the nearest grounds it's like two miles away so my dad got taken to Highbury as a kid. His brother got taken to QPR as a kid. So half the family of QPR, half the Arsenal. And I think half the Arsenal half have had the better, the better full lifetime. Just so dad. I've, I've got very bitter cousins that <laughs> that could have had a lifetime at Highbury, but they ended up at, at Loftus Road. So um yeah, been going for years, uh on and off from the eighties, lucky enough around the eighty-nine season. Um so, yeah, lots and lots of good and bad times. But I now live in Manchester. I live here for 14 years. How are you finding that it's as a good up there? being an Arsenal fan, especially. <laughs> and it came up, I said to you the other day, it came up on my Facebook that um, it was 11 years ago or 12 years ago. It was the 8-2 at yeah. Old Trafford. And, and I went to it. It was one of my first games that I've been to since I moved here. And um, that was a tough day in the office on the Monday morning. So, I can imagine. You know, so yeah, that's why the hatred for United is. Um, it, it was. It was. It's coming back, which it we is. can get into with this game. Yeah, my hatred for Man United is up there with like the. To be honest, it's only Tottenham that 
is kind of similar yeah. but i think i hate man united even more like it runs so deep and going back to like the early 2000s and stuff and obviously i was young but i'm i've done yeah i don't know i've been surrounded by arsenal people my whole life then you get once you get it you get it it's uh it runs very yeah. deep yeah i think so for some arsenal fans and i, I wouldn't I, i'm not sure if it was even for you certainly not for me but i think there's a bigger hatred for united than there is for tottenham yeah um for me, because it, it's the older Tottenham's grown up, absolutely, you know that. But then exactly. very, very close, it's the United. And it kind yeah. of, I think it's gone off the boil for the last four, four or five years for understandable yeah. reasons, because we've we both, both been shite. Yeah. shit. And now that's why this, this game's important. It's a huge statement to shut them up a little bit and also to get us back on, on track. Yeah, and I guess on, on that note, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with you, Mike, just because you kind of, touched on it season so far how, how have you found it um what were your expectations going into the season that kind of helps i it. think it tense if i could use one word we're tense as a fan base after three games yeah. and that's something that we didn't experience last year um so it, i think that has a as an impact on our reactions um we can be a very reactionary fan base um just a tad as we know uh, so for me, look, yeah, the performances haven't been as fluid and as as lovely as we've all expected, but it's still seven out of nine. Um, you give me that, I'll take that. Uh, obviously, it's a little bit disappointing, but um, we can go into the systems and all that later. But I just think from the from from the get go, we now realise that every single point is important, and I think that's what's causing us as a little bit of anxiety as a fan base. Whereas last year, we just enjoyed the ride. Yeah. So I, I think it's it's coming across as the fan base to be a little bit edgy. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head with that because last season when it started, the points objective was kind of seventy five, right? Whereas now we're all thinking minimum ninety and. To your point, every point dropped is like fuck. We've kind of lost that buffer room already, and that's why it does feel tense. Yeah. Well, Scott, are you feeling similar? How have you yeah, found it so the... far? And and where were you at going into the season? Yeah, I'm in agreement with what you're saying there because it is it is just the whole expectations changed. It felt like we were all happy to be there and be along for the journey last season, where it's like every every point dropped or everything that goes wrong, it, it's constantly just compared to City at the minute. Now it yeah. feels like. We've, we've put ourselves head to head with them, which it's a painful game, isn't it? If you start doing that. Um, but no, I've, I've, I've enjoyed the start of the season, to be fair. Like you said, I think it was quite tense, um, both in the Forest game in parts, yeah. then the red card in the uh, Palace game. And then being at the Fulham game just took it to another level for me, really. Because, yeah, when you're actually there, the emotions is a lot higher. Um, but no, I think overall, two wins and one draw um, is not a bad start, to be honest with you. Um, and I do think that people just are overreacting. They're overreacting about the, the Gabriel thing yeah. and they're overreacting with Havertz as well. That's the two main things that are bugging me at the minute. Um, I'm sure we're going to cover both of them in a bit. But overall, I'm happy with it. And yeah, I mean, if we come away with a win against United, I think... I think it'll put a little bit of that to bed a little bit. Yeah. Well, let's let's go straight into it then. Mm -hmm. So the big game on um on Sunday and obviously you touched on two people there that have caused 
<laughs> debate, let's say, in Gabriel and Havertz. So on the screen for the audio listeners, we've got our lineup um, that started against Fulham. So that was Ramsdale in goal, Party White, Saliba, Kivior, Odegaard, Rice and Havertz. And then it was Saka, Trossard and Martinelli. And then obviously Trossard went off at halftime for Enketia. Where do you want to start? So I'm going to go to you, Mike. So where are you at on Gabriel and Havertz and the systems and everything? Yeah, where, where are you at um, with that? I actually rewatched the Fulham first half. Okay. Um, and it's quite, I, I quite like doing it after all the noise has died down and you I can go well. in on about the Wednesday to Thursday and your head's a little bit clearer, you've digested the result. And you can look at it in a totally different, open-minded, a little bit more. And the system is working. It's working. It's given us domination. Not working how exactly we, I think Arteta wants it or how yeah. us as a fan base wants it, but it is working. What it's not giving you is the fluidity. Um, and Saka's slightly changed in his the way he's obviously receiving the ball. Um, it's given us the control. I think all, what was actually very interesting watching the game was it just we it was the execution from yeah. the players. We we created, but there was the Havertz chance. Um, very interesting watching that again. You know, that really what we would class as a sitter for Havertz. Yeah, see, I never there. thought it was. Wait, which one are you talking about? The one where he kind yeah, of came Saka and tried it, to half volley it? Sort of yeah, or... Saka put it across the um the the the, the, the goal. And was this the Havertz... one where Havertz just didn't attack it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it, the split second before that, Havertz has basically indicated to Saka to put it in the in the air, right. put it back post. So, what we as a, as a team have got to get used to is that we've got a six foot four guy on the back post now that wants the ball in the air. He's not a Jesus that's going to steam in on and slide in like we all wanted him to. With that particular moment, there was three or four times. Saka had a really, let's let's be honest, Saka had a really poor game. He Probably did, the yeah. worst game I've seen. No, the guy's got obviously enough credit in the bank. He's allowed one poor game. But he had a really poor game. Yeah. And, and that reflects a little bit on Havertz on the end products that there's two or three times Havertz is back post and that's going to come. That will come. But it's just a case of, I think we're a bit harsh with the Havertz situation at the moment. We're not giving the guy... I I, I would take him out on Sunday. So let's, let's take him out Sunday. But more from but a yeah. protective thing, right? Yeah. I, 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 well, I just think put your strongest... Let, let's let's look let's let's go into it. If we all say who we want for Sunday, we're not looking at that team there, are we? No. Well, so do you, do you fancy having a step? Well, what's the team you want, and then what do you think you'll go for? I would put in obviously Zinni. Yep. Straight away, and it, it's, it's funny. I was I was getting ready for the for the pod. I had a bit of a heart eighties on in the background as I'm nice. a bugger. Bit smooth, but smooth. I'm a young bugger, but I love I love the same music. <laughs> yeah, mate. It's a bit a bit heart eighties, and and the first song that come on, no word of a lie, was in the Zinchenko. Zinchenko one, oh. and I was like, it's a sign, mate. It's a sign. <laughs> so Zinni is back, right? That's official because it was yeah. on heart eighties, right? So um, <laughs> that's the source. If anyone asks, that's the source. Uh, 
It was on Heart 80s. So we'll get Zeddy back in and then Gabriel. Absolutely essential. Yeah. Gabriel. Because we don't want to we don't want to see Rashford up against party on that on that wing, do we? No. And so what, what have you yeah, I was just going to ask, Scott, where are you at on that? Yeah, I'm in agreement. For the, the team that I wanted, I was Zinchenko and Gabriel back in, obviously with Saliba and White. Um, and I was going to drop um, drop Havertz out for having Rice there, a bit like the Community Shield in that middle. So Rice, Party, Erdegaard as the three. Yeah, that's my midfield and then, three as well. Yeah, as, as, the, as the forward line, um, I know we had Havertz there for the Community Shield, but I would have gone Martinelli, Niketia, Saka. Uh, Niketi is just on form at the minute, isn't he? And uh, he, had, he had a good time against Man United last year as well, didn't he, at he home? He did. And obviously, he's on a high this week, being called up yeah. to the England squad. Delighted for him. That's uh, yeah, I think, I'm so happy for him. Unbelievable. I yeah. think we've got to cash in on that momentum, really, for him. Would you yeah, play Jesus if he was fit? And I think this Ahead is the thing. I, I, if he's fit, yeah, yeah, I would. But I'm not Do sure if he is. Do we think he's fit? I don't think he is. What about no, you guys? I'd, I'd prefer to see... I'd prefer us to have that it's like game week eight isn't it we play city we've not had him available yet to play city at all i'd like to get him yeah. fully fit ready for that um the same with zinchenko he looked he looked fit enough um to me on, on that fulham game but even if we just start with the gabriel zinchenko combo play because the, the good thing about that is we've got our like left side and right side pods working fine when we've got that set up because at the moment the problem we're having is martinelli's not doing great because he's linking up with either Havertz, Kivior, Tomiyasu one week. It's That whole left side is constantly changing. No one's gelled. And then on the right-hand side as well, you've got the Ben White, Erdegaard, Saka thing being disrupted as well, which yeah. I think if we go back to basics for this Man United game, I think we'll be all right. Do you think there's any world in where he brings in a Tomiyasu to deal with Rashford and kind of go with a still no Gabriel, just Tomiyasu, White, Saliba, Zinchenko? Do you, what... Do you think Gabriel not playing so far is purely because of he looks at him and Zinchenko as a combination sort of thing? Yeah, I I, I hope so. Otherwise, we 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 need to get worried that there's something seriously wrong. Um, yeah, there's just I mean, is there there is no because it hasn't been tried in the preseason. That's the thing that baffles us all. Because yeah, I think it's just the timber. It's a knock on effect from timber. Um, Me too. Of trying to invert from that side, and and and, and now it's the I mean, and also on Sunday. Okay, let's look at Sunday. Um, do we think Zinchenko is going to play a full ninety? I don't think so. No, He's certainly not fit not. enough to play ninety, is he? So do and that and this is what we've now we we moved into our closing team and our starting team, and we're giving the chunks of minutes to. Jesus, with a you know, do we go Eddie for sixty? Run your heart out, Eddie for sixty, knowing that you can then bring Jesus on for your thirty, which we, with your injury time and potentially forty. Um, or do you start with Jesus? You, because Jesus is not a player that you that you can say go at ninety percent, mate. He's a hundred percent, all or nothing. Yeah, busted gut, and and. I wouldn't want to trust him for the 60 minutes of doing that, as you say, Scott, with the international break. And that's a very good point. Yeah. Getting, getting fit for Tottenham, 100% fit for Tottenham and 100% fit for City. Yeah. Because I want to go into those games, certainly the City game, with a full team. So, um, interesting that where, does, where would you put Rice 
in if we're dropping Havertz, well, that's what we want. Do we think Arteta is going to do it? I actually do. So for what it's worth, my, my predicted 11 is similar to last season in terms of it. I think it's going to be Ramsdale, White, Saliba, Gabriel Zinchenko, party holding with Rice left eight, Odegaard right eight. And then I think it's going to be Saka and Ketia, Martinelli, Martinelli. For the reasons you both have said, but I think Scott kind of brought it up. I think he's going to look to get Jesus fully rested over the international break. Try getting minutes off the bench in, in this game. Everton away, that's a decent game to kind of ease yourself back in and then it's it's the big one right so I think that's how we're going to look to manage him and I do think with that set team and system having an Enketia up there I think we've still got enough to kind of beat Man United personally um, yeah how about you guys so that's my 11 what if you had to nail your colours to the mast what 11 are you picking or oh, you think you'll pick? yeah what do you think he's going for <clears throat> It's it's really tough to be fair. Um, I, I do. I I really hope that he does what we're thinking. Um, you sound he like does, you're not convinced. No, I'm not convinced what he'll do. To be fair, I think that because if he he's does stubborn, go, isn't he? He's yeah. stubborn. Is he going to do? Is he going to do what he did with Willian? Flog a dead horse to make a point with the Havertz role and See, just I go. Know. I don't. Think I'm going. I'm going to play him. I'm going to play him whatever because look. The guy's not going to get the movements and the rotation by not by unless he plays. So it is, it's a vicious circle, isn't he? And then also as a fan base, what he actually needs is a massive goal or an assist against a Man United. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's a hopeful. But to 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 get the fans back on side, he needs a bit of credit. And I'm not saying that's a reason to start him. But I just think we can. We've seen Arteta be a bit stubborn in the past. Um, as far as the fan base, now, if you're on Sunday, you're about to, you hear that team news, and if Gabriel and Zinchenko are in that in that team, that's oh, yeah. that settles a whole. You're feeling team. good. Yeah. The whole stadium is at ease. Right, yeah. boys, let's go. If we see that lineup, that's nervous. There's, uncertain, there's an unsettling hour yeah, before His first the game. misplaced pass, people are groaning. You can just tell, can't you? It sets Absolutely. the time. Absolutely. And we do not need that against this Manchester United no. because this game, we need to win this game. Yeah. This needs <laughs> to be a bit the, of a like statement sort of thing. Can't spend with... the next two weeks dissecting whether we should have played party at right back. No, exactly. And I think because of Rashford, I just I really hope we don't do that anyway. One thing that I found interesting with Man United in midfield areas where I think we can really kill them that they're quite easy to play through and especially with runners from midfield like you saw it in the Wolves game right that I think if you've got Rice in that left eight role I think he could absolutely massacre them especially if like I'm a, well I don't know what's going to happen if they're selling McTominay if they get Amrabat in but uh, Ericsson could potentially start which I hope because yeah. he'll give them some control but I don't think they'll control the ball enough to justify it sort of thing I think we'll have most of the ball, but yeah. Yeah, there's no way they play that lone Casemiro like they were doing. Uh, Mount's out anyway, isn't I was exactly. I was thinking they might bring um a defensive a defensive minded guy in alongside Casemiro, McTominay, potentially, if he's yeah. if he's available to play. Well, on on that note, so um yeah, this was their lineup versus Forest. So there it was an honoring goal, Wan Bissaka, Varane, Martinez, Dallow at left back because Shaw's out. Uh, Casemiro, Eriksson, and then Anthony, Bruno, Rashford, Martial. Uh, Varane's out, so that's that's good news. 
Shaw's obviously out, like we said already. Midfield, I'm kind of with Scott, to be honest, in what I think they'll do. And then the only other question mark is up top. It sounds like that Hoyland mm. guy is fit. Do you think he'll chuck him straight in, Mike? I've, I hope so, in a way. <laughs> Go on, um, elaborate. Well, that, it, coming up against Big Big Billy at the back, you yeah. could just monster him up. Humble him, yeah. Absolute, just put him in his pocket and say, Welcome, See you later, mate. Yeah, <laughs> off you go. But on the other hand, I've also been at I've been at a couple of uh, debuts for. Oh, I was at teams. the Rashford one, and I was at Rooney's one. Oh. <laughs> Gearer's one. Fuck it. For Southampton, scored a so hat trick. I'm, I'm glad you're not going on Sunday now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but no. Um, yeah, I think what I was more interested in is, and this is more your side of the big plates, is is the high line that United were playing because they're trying to adopt, for some reason, Ten Hag's thinking that he can play a 3 1. He thinks they're better than they are. Or three, two, and he's playing pet tactics with Man United. that team. <laughs> and you're just looking at it and they're so high up. So what we almost want to do is they we just give them the ball. Because they can't do anything with the ball. They're a counter-attacking team, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but that's not in a way that we play, is it? We can't... We're at home. We're not just going to let them have the ball. No, but no, their no. way to beat us is to is to transition, take it off of us, wait for us to make a mistake. And that's what we've got to be switched on on Sunday. We know yeah. we've got previous in that. And that's, that's why, why I, I felt... Will... Sorry, oh, God, sorry. God. Go I was going to say, that's why I, f- I feel like our Zinchenko-Gabriel combo is a little bit better because that that other lineup we've been playing, are we all in agreement that we think that was more tactical and it's not because of the Gabby-Saudi links? Oh, uh, yeah, think I think that, it was tactical, yeah. personally. When we were, we were playing so much higher up the pitch and trying to dominate high up, whereas I feel a little bit, little bit shaky with Rashford, um, Anthony in behind with that, so... I think I'm not worried the... about Anthony, but Rashford, yeah. I <laughs> know oh, he just had, you know, what it's like though. He had the game of his life, didn't he, against us yeah. that that away leg? So yeah, they always uh, do seem to pull it out of the bag, don't they? They're an average team, and then then it's Doctor Arsenal turn up, <laughs> and then they pump a little bit of life into them, get the old defibrillator out, and suddenly they're league title challengers after yeah, scraping a draw at ours. We by, did that a few times know. to people, didn't we? Brought people back yeah. to life last year. This is why I really hope we do kind of put out a statement performance. And because I personally believe there's light years difference in the quality of the two teams, even the managers, in my opinion, I think tactically, like everything from the the strategy around squad building, like the the tactics that you see on the pitch, I I think there's two completely different ball games being played. And I hope it shows on the pitch personally. And again, that's a nice segue into score predictions. So, so far, Nima and I have got off to a bit of a shocker so far. Um, I've, yeah, so obviously there's been three games. Nima's correct, uh, got the correct outcome, 67%. Um, I've <laughs> predicted us to draw one game. I got that wrong. I predicted we'd beat Fulham, got that wrong. Um, and then in terms of goals and for and against, so Nima's predicted that we'd scored 10 so far. I've said seven. We've both said we'd only concede the one and we've actually scored five and conceded three. So um, we're not doing great, but this game, how, how are you both feeling? Where, where are you going? I'm going to go Scott first. Score predictions. What are you thinking? 
I'm feeling confident. I think I think I'm going to go for three one to us. Uh, I think I think we've been creating so many chances and it just hasn't been clicking. There could have been so many more opportunities to score. So I, I think it's going to come together. Um, okay, three one to us. I still think we're a little bit off of keeping these shutouts and the clean sheets. So yeah. I still still do think we'll concede one, but three one for me. And Mike, I was going to go the same. To be honest, <laughs> we, we, it's, we always seem to, we do normally tend to play well against them at home. We do, yeah. Um, and score three, two or three goals in, in the last couple of seasons as well. I'd l- absolutely love a clean sheet because um, that dampens down a bit of noise as well. Um, mm-hmm. but that, that's actually something that we, t- just to touch back on, or maybe in the questions after, the Raya situation, some people put him in this weekend, and I'm like, you're mad if you if you're gonna if you're gonna put Raya in first game against Man yeah. United at home, you're absolutely mad. So that's another debate. But uh, love a clean sheet, Ramsdale, love a big performance from him. Um, he likes a big game, don't he? Absolutely, and it, and it, wouldn't it be just the kind of Ramsdale thing to pull out an absolute blinder today or to, on, on the day with Raya sitting in the stands, going, "Mate, you think you're coming for my shirt? Now I've got a bit of competition." Hundred yeah. percent. Because wasn't it, wasn't it that Ramsdale took Leno's shirt after the international break? It was. It was the Norwich yeah, game. Three yeah. games. So we've got an international break coming over, coming up. Wouldn't it be nice for Ramsdale? Or I, I know, I know you'd like. We all agree that Ray is the better option going forward, but there's going to be a time for that. So, yeah, um, yeah. For, so yeah, I, I go three one as well. Nice. Uh, I'm making it a hat trick. I got the same, and Nima's making it a quad. He uh, really? he's also got the same. And, so it's nil uh, nil then, yeah. <laughs> and uh, to go for a fifth, I, I did a pod this morning with James from Planet FPL previewing the weekend. He's got three oh, yeah. one as off to Arsenal. So. Wow. Uh, I, I actually Q, even Q think the loss. they've done it on. I think they've done it on uh, Black Box as well. Okay. I was watching that last night, and I think as as predicted, three one Arsenal. I think so. Yeah. Right, so it must be do, a do you know what it is? To, to add the actual kind of thinking behind it and tactically, I just think if we play the way we can, both systems. I think I'm with Scott in the. Tactically, I understand, and kind of what you said earlier, Mike, we're going for more domination, higher up the pitch, suffocation. And I agree, the fluidity is a little bit off. We're sacrificing that for higher quality chances, but less frequency sort of thing. If we revert to last year's system, well, traditionally last year's system, I think you lose that level of control and domination, but we still played high up the pitch. We still dominated Mm -hmm. most teams. And I think I'm conscious of what Scott said about their transition, their counters and stuff. And I think... If we go that high up, I do feel a bit concerned. Whereas if we play the kind of the back four of White, Saliba, Gabriel Zinchenko, and it's protected by Party and Rice in there, I, th- I just think we control all phases from our goal through everywhere on the pitch, to be honest. And that's why I feel very confident that if we go with that approach, we'll control all areas of the pitch. We'll have good joy. And I, I think they will get a goal because they've, they've got good talent, right? But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. It's just I, I I just want us to get to a period if if we do go one and up, then go for the two, go for the three, yeah. go for the four, put the foot on their throat. If if we're in that position, game state, you know, what's thrown us last week was 
after 50 seconds, you're one nil down. So the game plan's completely out the out the window. And then you, when when I watch the game back, if you're watching that game back at nil nil, you're thinking we're playing really well. Yeah. Because we were we were creating chances, we just didn't put the ball in the back of the net. But the scoreboard says one nil. Yeah. One nil down at home to Fulham. So suddenly that, and then with the add that in with the tense uh, atmosphere at the Emirates, I'm sure you've experienced that. I know it was rocking, but there's still periods uh, where it, it gets a little bit tense. It's shit this year because of the ballot. Yeah. It's, um... I found the Forest game that I was rocking for the first half an hour. And then it went 20 minutes. It was a bit... And we got to get used to that, you know. Yeah. I was surprised yeah, at Fulham. At Fulham, I was surprised by that. How much, like, the game state was just dictating the, the atmosphere. Because at times, if it wasn't going our way, it was silent. But then as soon as, soon as we, like, that Eddie goal went in and we started to look a bit better, it was rocking big time. Yeah. And, then and we thought it was going to be Bournemouth. Yeah. thought it was going to be Bournemouth moment again. And... Um, so yeah, it's. I just think we just we got to learn that game state and, it, and the good opportunity is if we go two nil up, hopefully or one nil, just just start pushing it. Don't don't have sterile domination for twenty minutes. Yeah, no, but those early what, goals need to be cut out, don't they, big time? Because that I, I wouldn't feel too good about a three-one prediction if we do concede the early goal. <laughs> no, not can't be no. doing that again. No, no exactly. And um, yeah, so that's the United game done. I'm a, we're, we're fine for time. So just quickly, yeah, if, if any of you in the chat do have questions for the guys, whack, whack them in. Um, and just while we're here, just a few shout outs. So we've got uh, Tommy Talks Arsenal in the chat. Go check out Tommy's channel, which he started this season. Afternoon, mate. Uh, we've got Plonker in. Aaron, afternoon, everyone. Uh, I know he messaged me. He was going, I don't know if he's still doing, a, um, what's it called? A space on Twitter. Um, but go check him out on Twitter because he does really good threads predicting the lineups and everything as well. Uh, who else have we got? Um, ah, okay. So, question from Tommy: Are we signing anyone today? <laughs> uh, any and any potential outgoings? Scott, are we signing anyone? I don't think we will, to be honest with you. Um, and I, I, I do think that it's a bit. There's been a bit of an overreaction with the window as well because there seems to be quite a lot of negativity now in the in the window, um, considering we've ended up with. Declan Rice, who everyone would have said was our like number one target the whole way through. I just feel that the timber injury has put a little bit of a dampener on things, hasn't it, in terms of the window. So are you but comfortable no. with our defensive depth then? I am, but it's if that same scenario happens as last season, because we've got this weird scenario now that we've got enough cover, but it sort of includes taking people out of their best positions again, like Ben White. Like, yeah. if if we do get light at centre-back, obviously we can have Ben White uh, going into the centre-back role, but then the drop-off on the right-back is quite, quite a lot, isn't it? And yeah. the same on the left now. We haven't got, we haven't got um, Tierney, but we have got a few left-sided centre-backs like Kivio that could fill in. So I think we have got enough. We, I think we would just have to be really unlucky with the combinations of injuries like we were last season. Sure. And Mike? I think, yeah, I think we're good. I don't think we will. Um, no. I'd like us. I'd like us to have more, one more in defence, defensive cover that could a bit of a, you know, one that could go across. But who are you going to find like that quality at this stage of the transfer window, knowing full well that you've got Timber coming back 
next season. Um, but that was just such a big blow, wasn't it? That, that timber yeah. injury with that. You uh, literally couldn't make that up. With that, I just think we were, you know, we're going into the season a lot better. But you've got all the tools that you needed, and suddenly you take that out. Tierney's gone. Holding apparently is going to Palace. Okay, um, that's, that's the latest move that's going on. That's going on today. Good luck to the, good luck to him. Um, Does that mean Gaye or Anderson are off? Now that would be a decent signing. I like Gaye. Me too. He's very good. He's. I like both of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think Gaye is more of a Arsenal player. Yeah, uh, potentially on that side and move across. Uh, uh, Tavares off on loan. He's gone to Forest. I think that's a yeah. really good move for him. Yeah. I think I like, I like him. I think he's a good player. There's, there's talent there. It's just not an Arsenal player. Yeah, not an Arteta player. Yeah, not yeah. very raw. Player. Yeah, very. just the <laughs> chaos. Uh, yeah. I think that's why it works because the way they play with their wing backs. I, I think he'll do. Um, I think he'll do really well. I think, yeah, I think he'll have an all right season there. So yeah, I, I, I honestly don't think there's going to be uh, unless we get stops. But don't you think that there's enough people who get whispers that at the moment Radio there's silence. absolutely nothing, is there? Yeah, yeah. All I, I'm kind of in both camps. I'm with Mike on the <clears throat> kind of do. I do personally feel we're defensively short. But it's not our fault. I think we had planned with Timber, like everything was because of the versatility, everything was covered. But I think now I would have liked to have seen us work in the loan market and try to get someone in because, like Mike says, he's coming back in a year. But if there's someone Scott, in the chat said uh, Cancelo alone. Yeah. So he's, where have I seen that? <laughs> so Aaron, Timber and Tierney go made me feel <laughs> a bit uncomfortable for fullbacks, not going <laughs> to lie. Saw a Cancelo rumor, which got Mike. <laughs> Ball stingling, <laughs> and then uh, Tommy agrees. Cancelo on loan would be decent. That mm-hmm. I'm kind of in that camp, to be honest. I would think. would they him? loan him to us? On loan, loan him? I don't think they would, but I would take him on loan. Yeah, I'd definitely um, take him. Yeah, because yeah. I'm kind of with Scott and the old. While I agree, I think we're short. I think people's overreaction has been a joke. I think we're short because of a unplanned injury. It's like okay, and that's why you can't sell Gabriel, can you? No, 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 no chance. We just got to put that to bed. Um, the, 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 you know, you're absolutely mad if you. But if if a, if they if a club offers in two weeks' time one hundred million for him, well, their window's open till yeah, the middle of September, right? Twentieth of September, I believe. So yeah, we won't be able to replace him then. Will we? No, that's yeah. I would. Yeah, no amount of money unless they were signing someone today, knowing that's going to happen. But there's no, there's no no sniffs of anything, is there? So no. there's not but even any never... signs that we might bring someone in from the youth or the academy either, is there? It doesn't really seem like it. No, not really. Got another question in from Aaron at FPL Plonker. I like this one. Who's our offensive sub priority for United? Could potentially be a bench of Jesus, Havertz, Trossard, or Vieira. And obviously, we all saw how well Vieira did. Smith Rowe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Is he I mean, going yeah, that would be a shock. I, I'm personally, I would, I'd sell him. I know you said this. I'm what, not Smith there. Rowe? Yeah, no. and my mates hate me for it. My mate, my WhatsApp group absolutely slaughter me every single time. I just think if you're not going to get meaningful minutes, I think he will. That's my thing. I think we're we're three games in, and I think we're going to see it once 
the like we got Brentford away in the Carabao Cup now. Like our mm-hmm. Champions League draw. Oh, we haven't even fucking spoke about that. Champions oh, yeah, League yeah. draw. Like you can see us kind of flexing the squad in that. I think we'll qualify from that. Then you're kind of getting into February. And I think it's one of those that it will come later in the year where you start seeing people's minutes increase. And yeah, yeah I think it's just right now we don't really need to. Also, his so. value is tanked. Yeah, now, it has. Isn't it? He's not. He, look, 30 when you million. say you would sell him, though, is it because are you not convinced he'll be the player we think he might be? I, um, look, I love Smith Rowe, but I just think there's. I could maybe give him the season, get to give him some minutes. If he is gonna, I just don't. I think it's sad that to see him on on the bench not getting minutes. But as you say, we've got the competition that things going to expand. Um, it may well be an important player um, coming in. So yeah, I, I I just think sometimes we're very very bad at selling players at the wrong time, yeah. and 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 that does include sometimes selling players that you don't want to go. But just for him or for the club at the right time. And I think Smith Rose for me is moving into that bracket. Sure. Oh, yeah, sorry. Back to the actual uh, question. Who do you think is oh. our <laughs> first offensive sub? Now, who do you think gets priority? Or do you think it's yeah. one of those the, the game state dictates who comes on, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think we, if we we're ahead, it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we're free one up like we're saying, say or say we're free one up like we're saying, I'm and we've got, oh, see, I'd <laughs> say, Vera. I'd say at that point, I'd bring, I'd say at that point, Don't I'd bring Havertz on if he didn't start. <laughs> yeah, have, have get some, some fun, maybe get your first goal. Yeah, um, potentially. But then imagine I'm, if he gave away a sloppy pass and he and he oh, put no. the United <laughs> back into three two, he'll get absolutely slaughtered. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard, isn't it? Or do we just see out the game? It's it's really quite tough. Close the game out, mate. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good question. It's, it's all it's all game state now, isn't it? We've now. I think the we're getting used to having quality depth on the bench. Yeah. yeah. For 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 Plonker to ask that question because before two years ago oh, we haven't was... got that. Yeah, exactly. It was thinking. It was looking at the bench, thinking none of these pricks can change the game. So no. Yeah. Whereas now, game state, game state, game tactics within game duels or whatever. Right, as you say, Havertz. And, and, and I still believe we. You spoke about it before, Clates. Is half-time sub for Raya. What? Imagine, <laughs> imagine that half-time sub for Raya coming. I don't in. think I've think ever that? said that in my life. <laughs> I think you said it after fest, mate. We were about twelve beers inside you. Oh yeah, <laughs> I got no recollection of that. That's the that's the uh, Patreon content. <laughs> oh, fair play. And then just final one before we wrap up. Where so obviously Sevilla, PSV, Lons. Is that how you pronounce it? Lens, Lons, whatever. It's your Europa League group, isn't it? Uh, yeah. How, how how are you feeling? Because I uh, I was yeah, sat there refreshing. It. I had Skyscanner open. I had like Booking.com ready for the free cancellation hotels. I don't think I'm going to get a ticket for any of them. But Mate, how I, are you I, feeling? I, I, but... Yeah, good. Yeah, bring it on. Confident. Got, let's 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 just let's just get through this. Yeah. Don't get too arrogant about you know it, when you've been out of a competition for so long, you can come back and absolutely smash it, or you can just bail out straight or, away. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do the latter. So let's just let's wait for the bigger teams and the bigger glory nights later in the competition. Let's just make sure we're in that draw. And it's got yeah. and there's three away games for fans and the travel times very, very good. Yeah. Could have been a lot less. 
I just think no. it's one of those where we could potentially get through without needing to exert our absolute most. And Scott, is that yeah. kind of where you're at in terms of... Yeah, I'm happy you... with that group, to be fair. Like, we say, everyone's saying it's like a Europa League group, but we did make a... a we didn't make it easy for ourselves, did we, in the Europa League? To be honest with you, so no. yeah, if we could, if if we could do that as uh, easily as we could, um, but yeah, I wouldn't get too carried away, to be honest. Uh, fair play. I uh, I've been very bullish on this. I think it's a competition that we can have some joy in. Mm. I think we can go far in that one. Uh, yeah. I don't think the biggest teams in Europe are at the level that they've previously been their best in, yeah. and uh, I think. People will be in for a shock with us if we sort our shit out <laughs> um, soon. But yeah, I think we'll leave it there if that's all right, guys. And yeah, thanks to the few guys in the chat that joined us live. That was really good. Um, yeah, obviously it goes without saying, but every episode, it helps us so much. If, if you enjoyed it, if you enjoyed what the guys have had to say, if you could just hit that like button. Uh, if you're new here, drop, drop us a subscribe. Um, we do weekly episodes where we preview, like today, the upcoming games uh, for the weekend. And then every week Nima and I also uh, review the games and we go in a bit more detail where we look at statistics and uh, we add like our kind of eye test to things as well and um, yeah we do that weekly so yeah hit that like and subscribe button and follow Mike Mike what's your what's your handle on Twitter uh, FPL Mike Alpin I think nice you didn't sound very short there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, Scott, obviously, you uh, you do do your pod, so uh, yeah, plug that and and your own Twitter account. Where, where yeah, on where Twitter, get you? on Twitter, it's just um, at Dream Team Prof, and then on YouTube, we've got a YouTube channel just called the Dream Team Professor Podcast on the Sun Dream Team game. Nice one. And uh, just before we wrap up, to add to the positivity, want to chuck in Aaron's final comment. E. We're four favourites to win the Champions League with the bookies, regardless of how we actually do. That is massive. And on that note. Up the fucking Arsenal. Cheers, guys. Let's, <laughs> let's beat these manks. <laughs> See you later. Cheers, guys.